Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. We're talking all things soulful or spirit-led mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. Today's teaching is on the topic of jealousy to joy, how we can use what some people consider a really shameful emotion of jealousy to put us on the path to greater joy and fulfillment in our life. Tune in for the secret as to why jealousy can bring you more joy. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets your heart and soul. I'm your host, Brooke Sidney. I'm an abundance accelerator, mind soulful mentor, and an inner voice and soul story coach. This show dives deep into soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. It will help you manifest more inner and outer abundance in the form of greater self-love, hearing your inner voice, as well as more presence, freedom, ease, and greater self-confidence in you being you. So if you're looking to learn more about the high vibe tools of mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation to love the life you are presently living, you are tuned into the right show. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to today's Mind Soulful Monday, or you might be hearing this episode actually on the podcast, The Mind Soulful Show. So for those of you that are new to me, hello, my name is Brooke Sidney. I'm a Mind Soulful mentor, a self-love advocate, and an inner voice and soul story coach. Basically what I do is I teach on soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation to help women love themselves deeper, fuller, greater, as well as the lives they are presently living. So you all, I am fresh back from Millions Conference. Hello, hello, hello. I am fresh back from Millions Conference. And Millions Conference was all about God as CEO, basically um, being able to use your faith in your business or as an entrepreneur, and it was incredibly impactful. And I wanted to bring back some of the, I feel like teachings that really moved me as well as what spirit was directing me to share, right? Because there's so much that in these conferences with so many speakers, um, I had the benefit of being in a VIP sessions, um, being a VIP at the conference. And I got a lot poured into me, sewn into me. Some of it obviously is for me, right? Directly needed for me, my life to grow. But others I know, other information I was given was to share, right? To share. Almost all of the speakers from this event, and I'm actually getting chills when I start to talk about this, was whether you're building a business, whether you are just seeking to become closer to spirit, whatever your goals are today, in order to get there, you have to begin by asking yourself, one simple question and that is what do you want all of the speakers at this beautiful amazing conference began with that one simple question what do you want what do you want in your life what do you want in your business what do you want in your relationships what do you want in your own personal growth what do you want in your spiritual life? What do you want in your physical life? What do you want with your health? What do you want in your motherhood? Whatever it is, right? You have to begin with what do you want? Now I can admit to you, I heard this question several times. So 
about the third time I heard it from the third speaker, I'm like, yeah, 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 I know what I want. I know what I want, I know what I want. I know who I wanna teach, I know who I'm teaching. I, I love, you know, I love my message about soulful mindfulness, mindset and manifestation. Um, God is our source, spirit is our source. Um, but because the question was being asked by all these amazing speakers at this time, at this moment, that means it's for me. So I would say, if you're listening to this, this question is for you. What do you want? Now there's several ways that you can figure out what exactly you want. For one, you can keep just answering or asking yourself the question over and over again, and you can see how that works out. You can do journaling, you can do free writing, all of these things. I would advise you to pray about it and meditate on it and see what comes up, see what starts being revealed. I did the exact same thing because I knew that if I'm getting the question, even though I know what I think I want and I feel like I'm in a position in my life where I am pursuing the things that I want, if I'm being asked this question, that means there's more for me. Let me not let my ego, let me not be a know-it-all, right? Let's have a beginner childlike spirit. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me, let me figure this out. Let me take this question anew. So I'm asking you to have that same posture in your heart and your mind about what do you want and seeing this question anew. So as the weekend went on, I definitely was praying about it. I was in all these different events that were talking about it. And I had a couple of new revelations and downloads, but my biggest one happened on Sunday, the day that I was actually leaving. Um, that day I went to um, a, a friend invited me to church. A longtime friend of mine invited me to his church. Of course, if you invite me to your church, I'm going to come. So hello, if you guys are here or wherever I travel, hit me up, invite me to your church. Um, so I went to the church and it was Kingdom, I think Kingdom Read Fellowship, AME, something like that. And one of the things they do each service is they make the married couples, they ask the married couples celebrating the anniversary to stand up to stand up so that you can be celebrated and you can be saluted because enough for things or organizations to talk about the importance of marriage and the value of marriage, but they were living it. They were showing it. So there were couples like there were at least in this church, 30 couples that stood up couples that ranged in I'm saying married couples that ranged in from one year celebration to I think the, the greatest number I heard yesterday was 40 five years. Now, for those of you that don't know me, I am divorced. And why, why I'm sharing that is because yes, I'm in a good place with my divorce, but this brought up how you truly feel. That's the thing. Like it helps, it helped bring up to my eyes. Wow. What do I really feel about this? So when the couples were standing up, I realized that along with admiration, inspiration, encouragement, and curiosity, I also felt jealous. I felt jealous. I was like, wow, you know, I'm so, a part of me was like, oh, I'm so jealous that these people have these amazing partners. They have, you know, God, spirit directed them to pick the right one, whatever, right? All of these things were flowing through my head. 
The old Brooke Sydney, I would not be sharing this story with you, but I think that it is so important because I'm gonna show you how to pivot and learn from this in a couple of key ways. So I noticed in that moment that I felt a sense of jealousy or envy mixed with other things. So, you know, I wasn't sitting around behooving my situation, but I recognized and I feel like spirit showed me the power of understanding how our emotions work, especially in the moment. So what I started noticing was, and I'm crediting spirit for this, is the power of jealousy to move you from jealous to joy. And how that essentially does that is by you examining why you're jealous and what you were jealous of, guess what it does? It essentially brings to light, it brings to remembrance, it brings to your heart, and it brings to your mind the awareness of what are your true desires. Hence, it begins to start answering the question of what do you want? You are not gonna be jealous or envious or have any sort of emotions around something you could care less about, right? And I would actually argue, and it's being shown to me more and more, the things that you're often the most jealous about actually mean something to you. Now, I've given conversations before and talks about the fact that if people in your environment have something, if, if spirit is showing something to you and it ignites something in you, jealousy, intrigue, all of those things, it means it can be for you, right? It can be for you. We have to choose it, affirm it. That's a top for another day. The important thing to see is one, jealousy, that emotion can be used for good. If you've noticed, I know those of you that, um, you know, read the Bible maybe or look at spiritual works, you can see how we can flip any emotion for its good. So we know, for example, God was jealous, but he was jealous for people, jealous for them and their hearts and so forth. We know that you could have righteous anger, meaning you can use your anger for something good. My argument, my encouragement, and my invitation is for you to see how jealousy can actually work on your behalf, how jealousy can actually bring you to greater joy, right? And I'm gonna give you a couple of tips on how you can do that. The first thing is that I wanna say, acknowledge the fact that you're jealous. Now, this I think is really key because jealousy is one of those emotions that most of us don't wanna to admit to having them. We don't want to admit that we're jealous. Why? Because that means in our minds, we don't have it. It means that maybe that other person is better than us. Um, it might connote some level of shame. Um, somehow you're doing something wrong. Like jealousy can actually, I feel like taking, taking the wrong way, cause us to feel bad about ourselves and about our situation. Right? I feel like that's, an unenlightened view that is um, not using it to its greatest good. But on the flip side, jealousy, not allowed to run our lives. That's the other thing. We don't want our emotions to run our lives, just like we don't want our thoughts to run our lives. Hope you, I hope that you're getting that point. We're allowing our emotions, and same thing I've said about thoughts, 
to be used as tools for our constant evolution and growth, to renew our minds, right? To use our, our emotions as a window into our heart, right? As a window into um, what we are called to do, as a window into, in this particular case, what do you want? And so I, I don't, I don't profess to give you anything that I haven't tried myself. So I have a list of challenging questions and things that I ask clients who struggle with, well, why am I here? What is my purpose? What is spirit saying to me? All of these things. And I understand after yesterday that a new question is, what are you jealous or envious about? I did it on myself and I kid you not, when I got honest with myself and when I asked spirit to reveal to me in my heart the things that I was truly jealous of, things like people that have a horse. I'm just giving you some random ones. I grew up with horses. I used to ride all the time. I love horses. I would love to have my own horse and stable and stuff like that, right? People that have a yacht. I love water. I'm just giving you some examples. It could be something as simple as people that have a master's degree, people that have a million dollars, people that are already in the position that you want for yourself. Like anything that we truly want, we have to have the vision and we have to make it plain. And we can use our emotions like jealousy, and there's other ones, right? But today we're talking about jealousy to help give us a window into the things that we really want so that we can set the vision and begin the process of getting ourselves there, right? Like everything is a process. So you have the option, right? When you have an emotion that comes up, you can be uncomfortable with it, you can sit with it, and you can also ask spirit as well as go inward and say, what is it appearing to teach me? And yesterday when I had this experience and I was actually surprised that I had the experience, right? I'm jealous and I'm not saying I'm never jealous, but you know what I mean? What is it showing up to teach me? How can I learn from this? How can I use this emotion to get me where I need to go and to get my purpose out, my calling out to do things that I know that I am set up to do? So some of the questions that you can begin to ask yourself, once you humbly admit the state of your heart, the state of any jealous emotions that are coming up, first of all, make it okay. Make it okay, don't get stuck there. But the first thing is, you know, ask yourself is, is this something you truly want? Because of course our feelings are not the truth. They are signals. They are signs, they are invitations, as I'm saying, to dig deeper. But sometimes you could just be in a mood, right? Because we have passing moods, we are not our emotions. It could, is it something you truly want? That's the first question. Then ask yourself, the harder question is, why don't I have it now? Why don't I have it now? Like, and it's not a shame question, it's not a blame question, it's more a question that invites us to be honest with ourselves about our lives, about our experiences, about our past goals. You know, maybe it's a goal that's been set that you're continuing to work on. But it's a really good, it's a really good, I feel like, exercise, and I've had this done with clients, is to allow them to look and be honest, do an honest self-assessment, because nothing is a coming in our lives for no reason. Everything is appearing, spirit is giving you information for a reason, right? So 
Use this opportunity, use this emotion. Don't feel it for nothing. Don't get upset for nothing. Use it for purpose, right? So what, why don't I have it now? Now, the next question is, how can I make it happen for me? At this stage, right, you've admitted that it is a true desire and for some reason you don't have it and you know that you would like to have it and you're, you're now clear on perhaps why you don't have it and these don't have to happen on the same day. Trust, you could take this to meditation, you could take it to prayer. This are, some of these answers may not come like this, right? But sometimes they will, so be positively expectant. So how can I make it happen for me? Another side kind of um, message that I learned this past weekend, which is important to share and it's coming up now um, for me to share, is that you don't have to do it all on your own. So enlist help, you know, see who's available, ask spirit to help you, show you, begin to show you the steps that you can take to make something happen for you. So often we get stuck, I know that I've got stuck, I have to plan it all out, I have to figure it all out, you know, I have years of training, legal training, that tells me I need to figure it out. I see the problem, I need to know how to attack it, so forth. Let's leave room for spirit to help us in our steps, as well as to take some of the burden off. You don't have to figure everything out on your own. So the how can I make it happen for me? That question belies me saying, don't just rely on yourself. You have other resources, spiritual resources, inner resources that you can rely on, as well as your support system, those that know you best, to give you some input, okay? Then what plan, resources, assistance, and support do I need? This dovetails nicely with my last point, meaning after you start getting some sort of revelations and understanding about how can you make it happen, right? How meaning you as the agent, making it happen, you need to look and see what, what's the plan? What's the resource? Ask for these things. What assistance and support do you need, right? Make a list, write it down, pray about it, meditate on it. You know what I mean? Affirm it. It's okay also to need help. Hello, it's okay to need help. I didn't go through a divorce by myself. I didn't go through the healing of the divorce by myself. I haven't become, I feel like, a better mother by myself. I've used therapists, coaches, resources. Y'all, if something is put in your path, especially after you set an affirmation, you've said it, you know, you said this is what I want, you've prayed about it, you've meditated on it, and resources start showing you, you need to start listening. That's a whole nother topic for another day. But the point is, is that start looking for the answers to these questions. Then my next question is really, what intentions and prayers do I need to set? And that really feeds into all of the other earlier questions. And then, you know, again, obviously, what kind of support do I need to remain accountable? That's where people like myself, other coaches, mentors, even a best friend can help. I honestly think a coach and a mentor is best, someone who has steps ahead and done the work that you're trying to do and has had success there. The key today that I want you to see is that we can use our emotions, even jealousy, even something that a lot of people think of as a shameful emotion, a lower emotion, a base emotion, an emotion we usually don't want to admit we're, we're actually having or experiencing for our good. Jealousy can actually get us to joy when we are honest with ourselves, when we are truthful, and we're asking ourselves the right questions. So I love this topic. I think that it's an amazing topic. 
um, it's, def it's definitely like soulful mindfulness and soulful mindset at its core. It's about using things that we have to pivot, renew our minds and see things anew. And it's often very challenging when it's we're relying on ourselves that's got us to the same point where we are, right? Our thinking, our beliefs, our current skills has got us where we are. So oftentimes you need that extra help that extra insight, that extra viewpoint to really get you to the finish line, to that vision that was put in your heart that you've now illuminated and that beautiful emotion called jealousy just could have helped you. It was a gift. It was a joy gift. So I would love to hear, you know, what resonated with you in this message. Um, if you're listening on Facebook and you're listening to this as a mind soulful, Monday message. I would love to hear from you in the comments. And if you're listening to it on my podcast, for those of you that don't know, I have a podcast called the mind soulful show. I'd love for you to share this out, right? Share this out. Don't let others sit around having these emotions, especially one like jealousy and not knowing how it can jumpstart their lives to greater joy, right? Take care, have an amazing week, and I will talk with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. I'd love to continue the Mind Soulful Flow. Please connect with me at my website at brooksitney.com or everywhere around the web, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at thebrooksitney. And for my lady listeners who need a little self-love and self-care time, as well as luxury, pampering, and yoga and meditation, I invite you to join me at the Mind Soulful Self-Love Yoga and Meditation Retreat, which will be held in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on October 11th through the 14th, 2019. Visit brooksitney.com for more information. And of course, for those of you who know you want more inner and outer abundance, apply to work with me. That information is available on my website. Until the next episode, cheers to loving yourself more and the life you are presently living.